Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. It's your girl Amber, and I am back with the Unapologetic Conversations, back with another episode. I hope everyone is having a great month so far. I hope you have listened to the previous um podcast that I episode that I made before this one, which is called Distractions, because it's all going to come into alignment. So if you haven't listened to that one, put this one on pause and go back and listen to the one called Distractions that was um, recorded before this one. So today's um, topic is going to simply be on obedience. Um, obedience. And, you know, this episode may really encourage and inspire more of believers, more people that are, um, when I say believers, say more like people that are Christ-like, um, Christian, um, not religion, but relationship. And I believe that all can take from this, no matter where you are at in your life or your journey or your spiritual journey. But I believe that this will really resonate with those that are believers. And I just pray that you will share it with, you know, those that you believe that will be blessed by it. So um, just going to be very transparent, very vulnerable. Um, I pray that I don't cry or break down crying, not out of a place of sadness. Of course, uh, it's going to be completely joy. But just in case I do, you know, just... Just be patient with your girl, because this is very just like fresh for me. Um, So rewind. um, This month is July and rewind to August of 2022. I was working for a and for just the sake of, you know, um, copyright and just I won't say the name of different places, but I was working for a company and I had been working there for a few years and I was growing in a company. I had got promoted. I had got was working from home. I was making very good income. Um, a lot of people know and some people don't know, but I have three children and I was making like really good income that was I had really great benefits. It was just overall just a really great just everything was great. Like I didn't really have too many complaints, really not really any complaints um, about the company and about the position, everything. So um, the company was going through some issues with just finances and everything. And they had to, you know, make a decision to offer a severance package, which was like a leave would pay for a big percentage of the company. And in April, a couple months before August and April, they offered it. I volunteered and I got denied. So then I just was like, all right, you know. And so I prayed about it and God said, you're not ready. So I just, you know, kept working and everything. And then in August, I was like, all right, Lord, should I do it this time? And I didn't hear anything, but I felt just a piece of just go forth with it. And at the time, to be honest with you, I had my own plans and my own mind of 
this is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. And I just was like, well, I'm going to go ahead and leave, take off work, go back to school, be a stay-at-home mom. I just had all of these plans of what I thought I should do or I thought was going to happen. And so I went on and I just, you know, signed the document and took the leave and returned them their belongings. And that was that. And when I did that, that's when God spoke to me. And he told me, he said, this season, you are going to um, need to focus on your family. So, of course, I took that as my immediate family, my kids, and just, you know, just really my kids. Honestly, I didn't really think about anybody else. I really thought it was just about me and the kids because I was, I'm going, at that time, I was going through a separation thing with my kid's father, my um, soon-to-be ex-husband, but... I really thought that it was time for me to focus on them and like, you know, and I did, but it was a lot, a lot with with them, but I thought that was mainly, and you know, again, that's another point of, you know, thinking what you're thinking and knowing what you think, you know, you know. And so fast forward, um, I just had in my mind of what all I was going to do. And I just kept getting And in my heart, like, you know, focus on your family, focus on your family. So I just started praying for my family more. I started being more intentional and being around my family more. And then as I thought, like, oh, I got the money, it's put put away, I'm just going to, you know, live, do some, probably go on a trip. I had all these plans. And then from then in, like, I want to say, like, November, I began to get like really down because I started thinking like, dang, like I've been off work for a few months, you know, I'm starting to miss, you know, being able to do more things financially. I was just mentally just feel like, I don't know if I really like this now working thing. Like I'm used to being go, 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 sitting, sitting down, looking at TV and just not doing nothing. It's not like, it's not for me. And I was just beginning to get really heavy. And I remember in my prayer time, um, one day in my prayer time, I had prayed to God, just, you know, just crying out, just frustrated and everything. Even though he told me to leave, I just got frustrated, you know. Even sometimes you may have a, you may be obedient and say yes, but it can be not a full-blown surrender yes. Sometimes we say yes. But we have not fully surrendered in that yes. It's just a yes. And so I literally um, got frustrated. I was praying to God and everything. And I remember in my prayer time, I remember, you know, Holy Spirit, God speaking to me. And he told me, he said, your next career is going to blow your mind and those around you. Don't get distracted. Stay focused on what I have caused you to do. And so I had like this vision of a blindfold being put on me. And you can go back and you were here. I had made it. I made I kind of like journalized and did a diary. So you can go back to listen to certain podcasts I did in that season. You'd be like, wow. Like, <laughs> But I had he had showed me like a blindfold being put on my eyes and he had my hand and I literally had to walk. And he was walking me through these different doors and things, but I couldn't see anything. I had to trust him completely. 
And so he told me that. So I said, all right, well, I'm going to stay focused. And then next thing you know, December come, everything just, just start to fall down for me. I mean, I just got, it was just such a dark, dark, dark storm. It got really dark, um, it seemed to me. Um, and, you know, in December, you know, my dad, you know, got diagnosed with cancer. And I just thought the worst because, I mean, you know, you hear word cancer, you don't just be like, oh, yeah, let's go have ice cream. You know, thought the worst. And I just that hurting me so deep into my core. It was just like a pain that I couldn't describe because I wanted to have faith and not think the worst. But I really had fear, like really deep with that. And then when he got diagnosed with that and we got all of that and tried to process that, then two days later, my uncle, which was his brother that they are 11 months apart, passed away with cancer. And so it was just like, whoa. And that was like my, you know, not to be biased to my other uncles. I love all my uncles, but, you know, everybody have their uncles or their aunties to be like, oh, that's, you know, that's that he, you know, he the one that's he, you know. And that was like one of my uncles that I really like, you know, favored. Like I really, really loved him. He was so, he just was just so positive and just so loving. And um, I'm very close to his, you know, of some of his children. I'm close to them. And one of his daughters is like one of my, I'm really close to her. She's like always been like a big sister. And then one of his sons, you know, his younger sons, like like a brother to me. So. I literally was feeling their pain, my auntie pain, his wife pain. It was just like a lot of pain because I am really like connected to people. So like I I don't really like saying the word empath, but it would be empath because like I feel other people's pain that's around me. And so I just was like, oh my God, like I was trying to process my daddy, but then still be there for my cousins because they didn't, you know, their dad has passed away and it was just a lot. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, I'm like, I'm about to try to figure this out. I just was praying. I was going like, it was cold because this was wintertime. I was going to like the park. I was walking. I was going on a hill by myself, crying out to God. Nobody knew what I was going through. I just was telling everybody I was okay. You just prayed for me, but I was mentally like, felt like I was just falling apart because it was so much at one time. And then um, I wound up... Um, the next month, January, I wound up allowing somebody come, one of my, some somebody in my family to come live with me. And that was just a complete nightmare. That was just ridiculous. Just like, that was just like Freddy Cougar and act and flesh and not the person, but the situation. It was just ridiculous. And then I turned 30 and, you know, I thought everything's supposed to be good. I'm 30, but I had the American dream start to hit me. The American way, the rural system of you about to be 30, you going th- you about to go through a divorce, you finna be a single mom, you don't have a career. It was just all of these things coming at me like, whoa. So I was just going through the fear of like, dang, like, where am I at? Like, I had a career. I had a husband. Like, I had all of these things like, wait a minute. I'm going, I don't feel like I'm going to, did I hear right? Now I started saying, I don't think I heard God like, God wouldn't lead me to come through all of this. But I just started applying for jobs out of just my own timing was getting no, 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 no. And so go through January 
And then, like, I started going through some torment and stuff that I can't share because it's, like, because to respect the other person. But I went through some very tormenting, dark things that I literally was living in fear where I literally was, like, I don't even think. And I'm not talking about something I want to do to myself, not suicidal. But it was such a deep harassment and torment that I was going through. I didn't even think some days I didn't even think I was going to make it. And like it was to the point that I would go to bed, I would kiss my kids and I felt death over me for like a whole month. I felt death over me every night. I was scared to go to sleep. I was playing gospel music. I was just like in this deep fear because of what was going on. And so that was going on. And then um, February, you know, someone that was like a mentor, a spiritual mother, someone that, um, so, um, you know, close in heart to me that literally like, you know, was there for me through so many different things last year and helped me through my growth and, and process of growing through some things, some deep, deep things, you know, then, you know, she was called home. She, you know, she's no longer with us. So that was just like, whoa, wait a minute. I was to the point then I felt like I was drowning. I'm like, yeah, this is just over. I don't even know. I just started looking at places in a different Arizona where my brothers live. I was just like, I'm about to just leave Michigan. This place is cursed. I just started thinking I was just really like couldn't get it together. And so, you know, more happened. But I want to bring some light into this because, listen, I'm all about positivity. And this is this is the testimony of what happened. And I don't want to be sound like, oh my God, it was so much dark things. It's the purpose of me sharing this. You know what I'm saying? The light is coming at the end of the tunnel. Just hold on. Just <laughs> hold on, you know. But, you know, I went through that and then I had some other things that I had to deal with inwardly, you know, because most of the time the loudest battles be inwardly. It ain't even really the stuff that was say everything around me. It wasn't even the chaos around me. It was the more of the chaos inside of me. Everything in me was so loud. And the reason why everything was so loud was because of me not holding on to what God said to me months before. When he said the key thing, focus on your family. I didn't focus on my family. I focused on everything around me that was trying to distract me and that did distract me from what God was doing. So that's why I lost my peace. You know, I want to say this, you know, when you choose to focus on something else and you're not focused on what things you're supposed to, that's when blurred lines begin to come up. You lose your peace. If God is calling you into a season and you know where you're at, don't try to shift it and to put yourself in a different season. If you know you in you living in Michigan and it's winter time and it's cold and you want to still think you in summer, you're going to be sick, hospital sick. <laughs> you can't do it. So it's like if you know you are in a season, you have to adjust to that season. It don't feel good. Oh, no. But it's worth it. You know, so fast forward because I don't want this to be a long episode, but fast forward. Um, but I'm going to let God have his way. Fast forward. Um, you know, I just began to apply for jobs again and I had to go through like different programs, work programs and just favor, just like favor. Like, let me say this. 
even in the midst of all of that, God made sure that me and my kids was taken care of. The favor, the blessings, the checks and the mails, the cash apps, the money that I didn't even know was coming, the people just sending me, giving me, putting it in my hands, like blow, blow my mind of how people was literally just sending me and blessing me and blessing us and blessing us and just still being off of work for a year and I'm still in my house. Like I had situations where I thought I was not go- was going to lose this house and different things, but God favored every time, you know, and not just because, oh, he just loved me so much. I'm just such a good person, but because it's him, he's good by himself without Amber, you know? And so, um, you know, I had to, um, I had to adjust, you know, to the season. So once I started to adjust to a season and really take in like, okay, I really need to focus in. That's when it started just being like, I'm going to start praying. I'm about to be intentional about having get togethers at my house, being around my family, going to more get togethers with my family, being, you know, fellowshipping with my family more, being connected with my family more. And once I started to do that, everything began to start to shift as far as I started to really understand my purpose in the season. And when I started to see my purpose in the season, it began to be like, this is fun. Like, I am enjoying it. And so fast forward, um, um, someone had, and I'm not going to announce, you know, where I, the, my new career or nothing, because like I said, confidential stuff. But one of my friends um, worked for, one of my friends worked for the state and she was like, I'm going to send you some when we hire for different things, the state hiring, I'm going to start sending you links to apply. And I had, when I tell you, I had, I had everybody and they, they mama and their daddy sending me links for jobs. Let me tell you something. It was to the point I was like filling out so many applications. It was like, I was literally forgetting that and I was getting email after email like, oh, we're sorry. We have somebody else. Oh, we sorry. I got so many no's. It was like my son running around the house telling me no. You know, it was just no, 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 no. I was like, oh, okay. Mm. All right, well, you know, this 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 is this is different. And so she had told me, like, just start applying for some state jobs. And in my head, I'm like, I ain't got no really no credentials or no qualifications to work on state job. Like what? I'm like, but whatever, you know, I'm just gonna apply. And when I started applying, it started to build my faith up, like, oh wow, like I probably could do this. Like I start to have more faith. And so one day I was just sitting down and my kids was going to school and my daughter, my young daughter was taking her nap. And I was just sitting here and I was just, you know, listening to my music and I was just like relaxing. And out of nowhere, it just came to my mind, like, once you go onto this website and apply for this, you know, apply for that a job. So I went on there and Googled, like, how can I figure out how to apply for them? And I went on and I pulled it up and it had a position that it was spoke out. Like, it was like literally like highlighted out to me. I applied for it. The longest application I did it was like an hour application, 60 to 75 minute test I had to take. And I did it, sent it in. I was like, yeah, well, that was a waste of time. That's what I thought, you know. And I'm like, that was surely a waste of time, but whatever, you know, at least I, at least I can say I did it and everything. And um, I didn't hear anything. And that was in April. And so I had started praying and praying and praying because now, I mean, people at my church praying for me, my pastor, God bless that man. He was, 
he was coming up to me, giving me, he had like a little piece of paper and he would have like different jobs that he heard about or different people that he know that, you know, he got connections with, with their names and stuff. He's like, yeah, call this person. And I'd be like, oh yeah, I call him, call him, leave a voicemail. Don't even return my call. I was like, yeah. I'm like, well, you know what? I don't know. And so the Lord has spoke to me loud, like loud thunder. And he told me, he said, I don't want you worried about no job. Don't even talk to, he said, don't even talk about a job no more with me. Stay focused. That's what he said. I was like, woo. And that was like loud, loud to me. I said, all right, well, I'm just not going to focus on no job. Like, I guess, you know, you're going to keep paying and making sure, you know, we got everything we need and everything, you know, eggs is, eggs that went up too, Lord, but I ain't going to say nothing. I'm just going to trust you. And so I literally did. And uh, I had wound up because with the program that I was going through, through Michigan works, which was so humbling and so favorite. And anybody that is trying to figure out what you want to do with your career and you live in Michigan and you may be stuck or you may be in, you know, not just don't understand and need like a push Michigan works career program is just the best. They are phenomenal. Like I would do a commercial for y'all Michigan works. If you listening call me. I would do a commercial for you. I just, I'm grateful for y'all, honestly. But, um, so went through the program. So going through the program, I had to start applying for jobs because I mean, that's part of the program. And so I started applying for jobs and it was like, all right, I'm just applying, applying, applying. It ain't gonna matter because I ain't gonna get none. And then this one specific job winds up, um, um, you know, t- emailing me the same day I applied, like, hey, we went to interview you. And then I interviewed with them the next day with the recruiter. And the recruiter was like, I just want to send you right to the hiring manager. Um, I interviewed with the hiring manager a week later. And then the day after the interview, I got an offer letter from the job that I applied for back in April that I didn't think that I would, that I would have got. And Five hours after that, I got an offer letter from the interview from the job that I had just had an interview from the day for. So when I tell you God blessed, sent me back double, double the same day, I got an offer. But what blows me away is that I, the way that it's all orchestrated. So basically, you know, in the midst of all of this stuff, I didn't file for divorce in April. I'd apply for like April was just like getting like April April showers for real. I applied, I I went off and filed for my divorce. I went on and applied for a position that was like stepped out on faith, and it was like everything was just lined up in April, and I didn't even really realize what was happening then until now. I see, but I applied for the position and everything in April. Heard back, got the offer letter from them, and told me that I qualified for the position in June, and. I'm like, okay, hold on. Now I got two offers, two jobs. So I accepted both of them. And I'm like, whoa. I'm like, oh my God, now I have two. And I was getting no, 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 no. And both of them, of course, is greater than what I left. And it's like, Jesus, like, wow. Like, and I don't want to say this in a way of like, oh man, it's just about the money or just, it's not about that. It's about obedience. Me being obedient to what God told me to do, even when my mind wanted me to be disobedient. The thing was, I never stopped being obe- be obedient. 
even though I was going through all the storms, I could have easily went off and just did, did my own thing. I could have went my own way and said, I'm just going to take matters to my own hand. I'm going to go find me a job. I'm just going to work wherever I want to work. I'm going to force myself somewhere and I don't even care. I could have, but I chose to be obedient, even in the pain, even in the suffering, even in the crying, even in the, the fear of the unknown, even in all of that. I chose to be obedient. And in the obedience, the reward came back double, double. And so I got the offer for one job. I accepted it. And the other job said, well, you got to go through fingerprints, background check. I had to go through like a lot of processes. So I'm like, all right. They're like, this is a tentative offer, meaning you won't get a firm offer until, you know, all of these steps is completed and everything. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm going through all these steps. I'm going through background check with them. I'm going through a background check with other person. I'm just like, listen, if it, I was just out here wide open, just like a, just open, listen, just, just open. And I'm going through two different background checks and everything. And um, then, you know, I'm like, wait a minute. They like, oh, we're going to do fingerprints. All right, now we want to do a background check, da, 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 da. And this is for the job in April that I didn't believe, I didn't think I was going to get. And so I'm like, wait a minute, when are they going to interview me? So I'm all like going through my mind, like, where in the world is I going to get interviewed? I ain't got interviewed yet. Like, I know they're going to have to interview me. Like, this this type of career, I know I'm going to have to get interviewed. Can't just, about to just walk up in there. And so I went on to the their website to look at their steps because they have 10 steps for the application process. And I went on to the website to look at their steps one through 10. And I'm like, okay, I'm scratching off the list. Like, okay, I did one, two, three, boop, 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 boop. So I'm at eight, like, okay, interview. I'm like, uh, and then I'm like looking at nine, nine is like fingerprints. 10 is like background investigation and then tentative offer. So I'm like, wait a minute. I'm at step 10. I didn't even do eight. You, Laura, skipped me two, double, skipped me two steps. They put on, and I went back, God said, go back and read the email and clearly read it. It said on there, it said, we referred you to the hiring manager in at this location. If the hiring manager, the hiring manager can interview you or select you. The interview, the the hiring manager didn't interview me. I was selected. So I want to share with somebody that when God tells you to go do something, and I stood up now, when God tells you to go do something and be obedient, listen, what favor will take you, well, you will be selected versus interviewed. When I tell you all the no's and all the I'm not qualified and we pick somebody else, that tried to discourage me. Listen, God said, no, I have selected you for this position. And because he selected me for that position, it was already selected. When I told him yes in August, he had already told me yes back in July. One year later, one year later, my start date in a couple of weeks is the same time that I left the other company. I ran around my house if my kids wasn't asleep. And so I say that to say obedience is so important. 
in all that we do. Even if you're not in a spiritual journey and you may say, well, that's beautiful, Amber. That's all good. But what about somebody that don't have a relationship with God that I just, I don't know. Be obedient to yourself, to your dream. Sometimes we can be so disobedient to ourselves. Sometimes we know we have desires and goals and dreams and things we want to go after, but procrastination leads into disobedience and we don't be obedient to our own boundaries. We're not obedient to our own priorities. We're not obedient to our own anything. So I want to encourage you to hear this testimony this morning. If you're in a season where it may be dark, you may be hurting, you may be grieving, you may be going through whatever you may be going through. Do not think that the rainbow is not going to be shown. And I want to say this about the rainbow, then I'm going to leave this. Leave. I'm going to leave, but I'm going to end this. Um, rainbows in the Bible represent God's promises. Even though the world took rainbows to mean all that, whatever. Rainbows is pure. It's after the storm, we see the rainbow. It means the promises. I remember God used my kids. And I'm trying not to get emotional. So God used my kids to speak life to me when all I could see was storms. And I remember sitting in the parking lot at my church one day waiting to go in to teach I mean, in the midst of all of this, I'm still serving. I'm still doing everything. And I remember sitting in a car and just sitting out there, just looking in the sky like, Lord, I don't even know. I don't even really know how this is going to happen. Like, I just, it's too much going on. And I remember my daughter, my oldest daughter said, look up, there's a rainbow. And she said, it ain't even rained. It ain't even was raining. Don't rainbows come after the rain? And I said, wow. And she told me, she said, I asked her, I said, what do you think that means? She said that something good is on the way and what God promised is about to come to pass. So I want to speak to say to everyone, you may be seeing a storm. You may not be in a storm. You may be in a season where everything is going good, but you're still trying to figure out how to get adjusted. Look up because the rainbow don't just have to come when a storm passes. The rainbow was always there. We just ain't see it. The rainbow was always in the sky. We just don't see it. Change your perspective. Change your lenses, the way you're viewing things, and be obedient. I hope that this episode has blessed you all. I know I'm getting ready to listen to it, and I probably to cry and release just the joy because I'm grateful for obedience. I'm grateful that... My mind, I I still got my mind, you know, going through a divorce is heavy, but I am so at peace. I'm so, to be honest with you, with y'all, like people put, make divorce look like it's just, and I get it, you know, it's not a happy thing, of course, but for me, when you've been through some things that I've been through, I am just, I feel like so free. I feel free. I'm just excited. I'm excited for my future. I'm just excited for every person that's around me. I'm grateful to everybody that's been supporting me, my parents, my family, you know, my best friend, you know, I'm so grateful. I wouldn't even made it through this season without a lot of y'all, all all of y'all. I'm grateful for y'all to encourage me. I'm grateful for the times that, you know, y'all came around and, and, and been around me. I'm grateful for 
everything. And I just want to say that um, just because y'all know that I got this new job, I'm still not buying y'all Christmas gifts. It's like, no, I'm playing. But I just want to say that I'm grateful and I love y'all. And I hope that you will be obedient to whatever you know you need to do. Don't count. Don't despise small beginnings <laughs> because every person, everything is grows a small. We was once a little small seed in our mother's womb. Animals, everything begins to be small until it comes into its full potential, its full stature. So don't the small, small beginnings. I'm out. God bless y'all. I'll be back for the next episode. Send y'all topics. Um, send y'all topics to me. Um, you can put it on the Spotify or you can put it on the, the, like the comment section, whatever topics you want to hear about. I'll be taking topics and everything. And let's just keep walking around. I'm not walking around, but let's just keep walking this journey, being unapologetic, going through this journey, obedient. Love y'all. God bless.